Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. What up, what up, what up, homies? Welcome to the second episode of Small Seed Big Impact with me, Holly, and me, Shane. It's a good day in our house today. Why? Lots of exciting things happening. One, I just ate some pretty pretty good tempeh fajitas I made. They are actually really good. They're so good. Two... It was perfect. Today's topic was going to be about intentions and like where your energy goes. Opportunities flow. I think we're going to talk about your intentions, your motives, and also being genuine. Yes. Because to have good intentions and proper motives, it has to be genuine. Otherwise, you're just a fake bitch. Truth. Honestly... I feel like we've talked about this before on our own personal Instagrams, but can we just start off with like the main thing of having a business and having people reach out to us? Yeah, you do it. Because you get get so fired up about this. I've been been used to it for years, but like you are just like, come on. You guys, I really hate it. I hate like it. There's nothing, there, nothing makes me more annoyed in like business than when someone reaches out specifically reaches out to small seed and is like, Hey, I'm no one. Not that it matters that you're no one. Cause I'm also no one, but like, Hey, I'm no one. I have 20 followers, but you should send me free product because I'm starting a food blog. I'm like, have you ever tried my product? Do you even know if you like it? One, two, I'm, I will support you all day long. If you are starting your own food blog or your whatever you want to build out your Instagram or whatever you want to do. But Don't go around asking people for free things if you don't really have anything to offer back to them. I feel like what you should do is like, I'm super pumped. I'm excited. Thank you so much. I'm honored that you enjoy my product and you want to review it or you want to feature it or whatever it is. But what you should do is buy it first. Like you should buy it. You should support the company. If you actually like the company, you should support those people. Buy it. And if you're trying to grow out like your following or you want to do a review, do it, do it for free. Do it for free at first because guess what? The more you do it for free, the more people will listen, the more people will follow you, and then companies will reach out to you and ask you. Or at the very least, if you choose to reach out to a company, you also have something to offer them. You can't just expect things to go one way. I feel like we're in such like a self-centered, selfish society that people are like, well, why wouldn't they want to give me free <laughs> stuff? Like, they're a company. Of course I want to give you free stuff. I'm like, one, maybe if I was like a really big company. If I was like... No, I wouldn't. Well, if I was a huge company and I... Still I, wouldn't. All right. Still you wouldn't either. I don't think I would, but it's different when it's like a small startup company. I feel like they think they target them because they feel like startups are desperate, and we're not desperate. Startups we are not- don't like. This is something Shane and I like truly believe in, like to our core. We do not like pay for anyone to promote us, and yeah. I don't think we ever will pay for someone to promote us. And I will never send you product if you ask for me to send you product. If I ask you, can I send you product? Because I genuinely care about like your thoughts. 
about what you say about my product. Like, I'm curious. I'm not expecting anything else. All I want you to do is try my product and let me know what you think of it. Because you're in an industry where I think... Shoot, my, sometimes I'm just like, I'm happy you're eating my product. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Sometimes if, you, definitely like, if, I send, if I send it to you and I just know you had it, and I'm like, I'm so content with that. I don't even care. Like, There's can, definitely people who, like, have had our products in their hands and, like, that's enough. Just knowing that, like, you Loki are just like, I'm pumped. Like, they know who Small Seed is. <laughs> like, even if no one else knows that they know, I know they know. That's all that matters. And that is all that matters. Because, okay, that, for example, like, even if I do send you product and you're someone big or someone small, but, like, especially if you're someone big, one, imagine how many companies try to send stuff to, like, people who are really popular. First, that. And second of all, those companies who expect them to just, like, give them a shout-out or expect them to promote them or whatever it is or, like, post it on their social media or do anything... It wasn't someone you were just talking to saying, like... Kelly. Oh, yeah. Kelly. What was she saying? I love Kelly. She was talking about um, how the companies will send her product, and they'll be like, like, put it on your page, or like write us a review. And she's like, if I don't like your product, I'm definitely going to write a bad review, and I don't think you want me to put that on your page. <laughs> like, like, just like very brutally honest, and I really respect her for that. And I'm, like, I feel I'm the same way, I feel like you're the same way. You cannot pay me to promote something I do not like. I just, I won't do it. Yeah. I feel like it conflicts with everything I believe in. I would never take money. Yeah, I would never take money. And also, even if someone does send me something for free, like, thank you, that's super generous and kind of you. And I know that, like, that costs, that, like, that costs your business some money to send me free product. But if your product's not good and you're trying to, like, harass me to post about it, that's Or just- if your social media page is not good and you're trying to harass me to promote you, build yourself up first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that when you were first talking, that made that made me think. I'm like, we're all no one until we're someone, and you have to build rapport. You can't just expect things to be given to you for no reason. Like, what are you doing? Who are you? The same thing you're talking about with product in a page. I'm like, that'd be like a kid who maybe is in high school, just got out of high school, and was like, I have a great idea to open up a cafe, and then going to an investor and be like, you should give me half a million dollars so I can try this. And he's like, uh, have you ever worked for a cafe or ran one? Oh, you haven't? Why am I going to give you half a million dollars? Why would I give you a penny? Like, you need to build yourself up first before you ask for anything. Yes, 100%. And I think that's where people just expect handouts. They're like, well, how did you get there? You just got, like, they think that someone who's popular got there by, like, getting handouts or maybe by, like, luck. Yeah, luck, which isn't real, everyone. It's something I talk about all the time. Luck is not real. I think opportunities are everywhere, and I think the people who have quote-unquote luck are the people who just take those opportunities and use them. Luck's not real. Circumstances are real, but luck is not. However, you could be you could have the same exact circumstance but not capitalize because you are frozen. You're too busy, you like, act. moping in your own... Yeah, you're in your own or way. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're fear-based. Or that. Or your victim mindset. Both of those things, like, really hold people back. Yeah, I feel like fear is, like, the main thing for people. Because if you think about it, a victim mindset is also fear of, like, not being loved or not being wanted. I don't know. Yes and no. Some people just really think the world's out to get them. 
Like some people, they get rejected and they're like, you're terrible. I'm like, or actually, <laughs> you're just no one yet, so why would I work with you? I'm like, that doesn't make me terrible. That makes me logical. I'm like, just go be somebody. This goes out to all my pyramid schemers. There's no passion in that <laughs> at all. I hate all of you. Create something real. Seriously. Those people drive me mad. I own a business. What do you own? 10 second whatever. You don't own shit. Like, you're not anything. You literally just sign under somebody else. They give you basically a piece of paper that you sell from, and you try to scam other people into a product that doesn't work. That's Come how on. I feel like the word entrepreneur is nowadays. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. What like, you create? I'm, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I work for myself. Do you? I own a company. Are you sure? How many jobs do I have? Seven. What do you do? <laughs> I sample Red Bull on Saturday. <laughs> And on Monday, I don't know. I'm just, but that's truly what people think entrepreneurship is. I agree with you. Like, they're not creating a product. They're not creating a brand. They're not, like, company culture, nothing. That's entrepreneurship. Because I feel like there's so much more. And also, I feel like entrepreneurship is literally starting something from, like, the ground up. I agree. You and I, we won't actually dive into this, but you and I talk about Subjects like that very often. People who buy into companies that already exist are not entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like, yes, you are your own boss. I'll agree with that. You're a great businessman. Yeah, exactly. Or woman. Like, yeah. But, like, are you technically an entrepreneur? No. To me, the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who has literally started something from the ground up. Yeah. That's how I feel about myself, to be honest. I don't consider myself like an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. I am great at assisting entrepreneurs. Yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on this last week, but like you're definitely a person who can execute or take something, like take a business and make it better and look at it and say like, okay, you know, I see what you're doing. I feel like we can cut time here. We can cut labor here. We can cut food costs here. We can do that, like whatever, and basically just make the business more efficient. Yeah, I know we talked about this last week. I was just saying like people look at me and they're like, oh, you co-own a company and you're helping creating it from nothing too. And I'm like, I still don't, me personally, I still don't consider myself an entrepreneur. And however, we have all these fake entrepreneurs who (laughs) think buying into a company is them being their own boss. Anyway. It is them technically being their own boss. No, it's not. Like technically, okay. It's not real. Technically you Someone else owns your fate. Yes. Like, like that whole company could crash. Okay, yeah. Like, you're right. You don't, you don't have any control of that. What if like, the very top of that pyramid, the CEO or CFO, whoever has like a huge scandal, next thing you know, boom, it all plummets. It's so true. Like what happens if people actually realize the truth and it all goes away? <laughs> and all of the pyramids. You don't, you don't own that. It's all stop. gone. Then where's your business? It's true. Okay, There's you are there. right. I feel like if it's, I, I guess I was thinking more on like if it's like a like franchise or something or. Even that. Like think Chipotle. One Chipotle had a big scare and like 200 million of them all got in trouble. But they're all owned by different people. That's true. However, they don't actually own it. Why don't you just build your own burrito making place? <laughs> like it's really easy, guys. Base, 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 wrap or bowl. Come on. But you just buy into a name because the name has the hard work. The name is the brand. Ooh. And no one wants to there create it. No there one wants go. to create a reputation. The hardest part about creating a business is creating a brand. Yeah, absolutely. Obscurity is the number one obstacle in 
in our entire business. And I think, like, specifically Small Seed, because it's a, it's a bar, and it's a protein bar, but it's a bar. Along with the 8 million bars. Yes, like, people tell us all the time, like, you're entering the most saturated market. Fun story, and, though. What? So many people said, don't go refrigerated, make it shelf-stable. However, recently being at one of our new locations that's more like a real store... I was standing across from a huge display of shelves on shelves on shelves on shelves of protein bars, and yet I walk over to our little refrigerated, <laughs> refrigerated section, one bar in all of that section, and it was ours. I agree. Take the hard road, that, guys. It pays off. I think that people, yeah, will often be like, oh, there's so many bars, but yeah, there's not like each company, the reason why some of those bars are doing better than others and why people know certain bars and don't know other bars is because what that company, like, embodies. Right. Or some of those companies pretend to embody. <laughs> I, won't, I won't drop any names, but they're, they're really good marketers. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can be really good at marketing, but you can only fake it so long. Because your customer they, that's base... That's why they crumble. Yeah, your customer that's base is That's why Small Seed takes over. Yeah. <laughs> small Seed <laughs> is taking over, all right? <laughs> But I feel like having a brand that people, like, can believe in and get behind. But not only, like, that you're, like, creating it to fake it, but that it's, like, actually what you believe in, which is what makes it so easy for us. Like, we've basically made Small Seed, like, our core. Yeah. Like, it's, like, everything we... We we literally tattooed it to ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty hardcore. (laughs) Like, tattoo your logo to your company that's been around for a year to your body and see how you feel. Exactly. And I feel like we, like, yeah, like, we, but every single piece of Small Seed, like, we believe in that to our core. Yes. Well, that's, well, Small Seed's just us. It's a reflection of us. Everything we do in Small Seed is the stuff that we want to actually do. Yeah. We don't do anything for anyone else. It's like we're creating the product. We originally created it for us, and we continue to create it to fit our needs. Yeah, exactly. And I think most companies, even ones that start off really genuine, become, like, corrupted through greed or, like, they want to scale or they bring on the best who is like, you need to do all this because they just, they literally just want profit. Yeah. And then they lose the integrity of their bar or their product. It doesn't have to be a bar. And that's not us. I'll never, ever, ever sell out sell for out. anyone. Not I long. know. We will, if we can never get these made on machines because of some one ingredient that ruins the whole bar... To like, in my opinion, ruins all bar, but maybe no one else knows this. I will hire five thousand people to hand roll every single one, <laughs> and not and make one penny off every bar, and I won't care. Because it's the quality. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're eating them too. Like we. It's what it's it's not. I mean, it is the quality, but I feel like it's integrity. Like I'm not compromising myself. No. But I also I feel like I'm selling to... a lie. Yeah. But I feel like also like. We eat them. So, like, if I was making a product that was shit, like, that's, like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole point of me creating is because there's nothing else out there, like, that I like like, and enjoy. You all think these fast food chains are eating fast food? Psych. (laughs) Wrong. All these corporations are eating their own product? Nope. Killer. They're just killing all of society. Yep. They're enslaving them. Let's, Let's not talk about this. <laughs> yeah. That's for another really deep, deep podcast. But I think to keep going on intention and motives, I think that's the separator of all time, but especially nowadays. You cannot 
you cannot sustain what you're doing without those things. You will not grow. You will not like find that the right, the right people won't come to you. Like you'll fizzle out, you'll lose passion, and then you'll eventually cave in. Yeah. Because it takes, it takes such a long time to build what you think you want. Like if your motivator is not being genuine. I think a lot of people, like motivation too is like they, or what they like quote unquote think their motivation is, is that they see other people doing it. Oh, and they God. think that like, oh, I am like him or her and therefore like I can do it or like I feel I'm similar to them. Therefore I should be there with them doing it. I'm like, you don't know what I did to be where I am? Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like, like, you didn't see all the small steps that got me to where I am. Like, maybe you just saw A and then you saw Z. You didn't see the rest. You might have seen the big steps. I actually get this a lot because I'm a person who, like, kind of, like, had nothing and then had, like, things. And, And I, like, vanished during my time of having nothing to having things because I literally just worked. And people think like, and I think I just like reemerged and people are like, everything was given to you. And I'm like, bro, I worked more in two years than people work in 10 years. Like, and people just don't understand that at all. It's like the Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, 10, the 10,000 hours. hours. I actually remember having this conversation with the owner of the last company I ran. I was doing 100 to 120 hours every week without fail for over two years. And I did the math. And I'm like, the average person works a thousand hours a year, including like holidays and all that stuff. And I was putting in 5,000 hours a year. And <laughs> two years, literally. I was a professional. <laughs> according to, you know, the 10,000 hour rule, I am, it's not just a professional, it's like an expert. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that makes you an expert. And I'm like, in two years, I became an expert at running that company. Yeah. Not, not all companies in business per se, that but running that company, company, I was an expert in two years when normally that would look, take people 10 years on a normal timeline. And that's because I did what people, no one would do. I mean, like, we never saw each other. Like, we literally, like, I went to, I hopped in bed when she was sleeping, got out of bed when she was sleeping, and I worked, like, 19-hour days. Like, if Ollie was anyone else, we wouldn't be together right now. <laughs> However, <laughs> it paid know. off. But I was so busy too with school. That's but true. Like, but when you I graduated, like I was, was still working. I feel like you were very lonely. Mm. And I think that would have broke a lot of people. When when I graduated? Yeah. Well, I feel like then my brother was there. Yeah, but I still feel like you got lonely. I mean, imagine having a significant other well, what that you I just got, never see. Well, what I got lonely was when we shared one car, and you had to keep taking my car, oh, and I was too. stranded at our apartment. So bored. Yeah. <laughs> Literally so bored. That was not good. But yeah, I feel like I understood what you were doing, though. Like, I could... From the beginning, I feel like you are really passionate about that, that company that you used to work for. And you were, like, excited, and I could just, like, see the fire in your eyes that, like... Everything that you were doing, like, lit you up. So I was like, awesome, like, run with it. Like, you're really passionate about this. You're excited about it. And you're learning. Like, you're learning a lot of things that I'm just, like, mind-blown the things that you're (laughs) responsible for because it's just, like, you, you know? Like, I think that that's, like, what people don't see. They don't see what? I was going to say, go ahead. They don't see what? No. I was just going to say, like... They saw, like, oh, wow, Shane's running, like, this company, but they definitely don't see everything you were going through, all the hours that you were working, like, 
you know, literally waking up at like 2 a.m. to go to the gym so that you could get to work for like, okay, first of all, going to bed, no, Real, realistically probably going to bed at like 12, 1, 2, waking up at 4, going to the gym so that you could get in there before anyone else got there. Yeah. Open and closed every day. Yeah. Every day. For years. But I was going to say, the other part of this that n- most people would never, ever do is I never asked for more. I never demanded more money. So, like, I had employees, and they were getting paid, you know, let's just say, I'm going to throw random numbers. They were getting paid 12 to $15 an hour. I was on salary based on 50 hours a week. I was working 100 to 120 hours a week. I was literally getting paid $4 an hour <laughs> for my time, and I was the COO of a company. Like, <laughs> let that sit with all of you who think that you need to get paid before you need to work. Oh, what was that What was that quote that you had on your phone for a long time? Oh, oh yeah. This So, back when I had a piece of crap Samsung. The back the background of my phone for a very long time was um, the man who works more than he gets paid will soon be paid more than he works. Oh, fire! And like I literally just stared at that all the time. Every time I picked up my phone, which was not often (laughs) when I was there, but when I started my day, finished my day, (laughs) I actually like completely was like. Unless it was business, I did not touch my phone for, like, 18, 19 hours. Yeah. Unless it was business. Like, because I did have to answer, like, some business calls and whatever. And like Make calls and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and the owner always texted me. But besides that, like, Holly didn't talk to me all day long. It's true. I actually but didn't that was text my a... mother back for months at a time. Because <laughs> I was so busy. Super side note, I didn't even go to my mother's wedding. Which may, some of you might be like, oh, that's so terrible. But I was so focused I'm becoming someone so I can earn the right to do what I do now that I didn't even go to my mom's wedding because it was, you know, a plane lied away and I'd have to be gone a weekend and I had not ever missed a day while this company was growing. You also have to remember this company was growing so rapidly that it just needed manpower. But before, but because of the growth, we couldn't afford to pay man hour. So it was me. Like that's what salary is. I think that's what people aren't willing to do is like, do that much work and and be able to and, and like have to slash understand that you have to say no to things like right. while you're building out that company yeah. like you may not be able to go to your best friend's wedding you may not be able to go to your mom's wedding you may not be able to go home to your grandma's funeral you may not be able to like do these things that other people may be like that you have to do it like that is the most important thing but in reality you see the bigger picture right. you're like the friends who understand and love me and know what I'm doing and the family who knows what I'm doing, like, will be there five years from now when I can then be like, hey, I missed your wedding. I'll take you on a vacation. Or, like, oh, here, go on your honeymoon <laughs> since you never did. Like, whatever it is, you know? Like, like you will lose friends as you start to become more you successful. It's not you just friends. Will, yes. It could be family members. Like, could be your, like in some situations, could be like your girlfriend or your spouse. Like, you will absolutely lose the people that aren't willing to ride it out with you because they don't believe in you. They don't believe in you, but they also don't see the bigger picture. They're like, right here and right now, you're not giving me enough attention, or, or you're not you giving be, me. If what you I believed need. in me, you wouldn't need to see the big picture. You'd be like, I trust you. But I think that understanding the bigger picture is also like helpful for understanding like why you make the decisions that you make. Right. Or maybe the person who's doing it is not explaining it. 
Yeah, but I think that if someone's trying to grow something out that they, like, that's not common sense, but that's, like, something that you should understand. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, for all the people that did last from day one to 10 years from now, pff, you guys are never going to have to worry about anything in life. I'll tell you right now, it's less than the figures on my hand. <laughs> Who have been there since day one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like that's the other labors. funny thing is like the people, people that want to jump on your wagon. Yeah, once it's like moving. people see you. St- Where were you when I was down, sucker? Exactly. Like they see you start gaining success, and then they're like, "Oh, like remember we were friends when we were 16? And it's I'm like, like, "Bro, I met you one time." <laughs> <laughs> remember we went to the same gym together, and or like, yeah. You all can tell that to your barmates when you're all talking about me when I'm famous. Your barmates. Yeah, when bar, What's that? bar mates. Oh, bar. Like when you're at the bar hating your life, and you're like, "Man, you saw that one guy on TV? I used to know him. We grew up in the same place. We used to do the same things, and yet somehow he is super By successful, luck. and I'm not here. <laughs> that should have been me. I'm like, should it have been though? Where were you? Not putting in hours. Yeah, or putting in hours into the wrong thing. Because the other thing is, there no, is a I'm, difference between. Like, you, everything you invest in, there should be the opportunity that it can become something more. Like, you shouldn't be wasting your time doing things that are never going to turn into something bigger. Right. For people, and I, you know, people get, I feel like people get stuck into this, but a lot, especially a lot of poor people, they're like, I work five jobs. I work all the time. I hustle really hard. I'm like, but you're not actually hustling. You're trading time for money and nothing else. And that makes you not valuable. Like, I can replace any person with you. Not me personally, but them. And I'm like, you need to go find something where you can grow into. Exactly. That's what I mean, where there's opportunities in, whether it's like you're investing in yourself. Right. Or you're investing in, like, something else that you believe in or another company that you want to be part of. But there should always be the opportunity for you to have growth. And honestly, like, it's not a very good company if there's not opportunity for you to have growth. I think that's most companies, though. They're just like... They don't care. They just have, like, cogs and machines. However, I think that goes back to m- motives. Like, if your motive is purely money, you will get nothing in this life. Oh, yeah. Like, people are just like, oh, this company's paying me $15 an hour to, to work on a machine. And I'm going to work this machine for the next 40 years and continually always get $15 an hour with, like, a 2% increase for the rest of my life. I'm like, money is the worst driver of all time. Because... Yeah, I feel like, I do feel like that. People will trade, like, their happiness for money. Yeah. Or their potential for money. And, like, and they may be really passionate about some things, and the reason they don't work on them on the side is because there's no return at that moment. Exactly. Like, I want to do all this. And I'm like, then just start doing it. But they aren't willing to do it because they don't get paid to do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, then you don't really want to do it, guys. (laughs) It's like the risk factor. Of, like, like, that's the difference between entrepreneurs and, like, people who will, like, stay in a company. Or just people who, I mean, not every, like, literally not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. And if everyone in the world was an entrepreneur, like, this wouldn't be a successful world. We would not be working all together. Like, it wouldn't be a machine. But I feel like the people who do, like, say that they want to be an entrepreneur or say that they want to own their own business, like, also are not willing to take that risk. Like, aren't willing to go completely broke or aren't willing to, like, lose everything to build everything. I think that could be for a few reasons. Not believing in yourself is number one. But it also goes with, like, having – I feel like 
that goes with not having the right intentions and motives. Like truthfully, because I believe I think if you're just like I believe in something so wholeheartedly, it doesn't even matter about anything else, and that's when you create something. Yeah, like nothing else matters because like there's no second thought in your mind that's not going to work out because you believe so much in yourself and so much in whatever the cause is or like the company is or whatever it is that you're like, there's no way this, like I will die before this doesn't succeed. Yeah, I mean, we had that. I quite literally, cause I'm very extreme. I have that written everywhere. Like you're going to do it or you're going to die. Like even when I work out, I think to myself, I'm like, I lift without spotters on purpose. And I'm like, you're going to go down with it, and if you don't go up, you're dead. Like, it's going to crush you. And, you ha- like, you have no choice. You have to move that ball. Like, and that may be a little extreme. However, I'm strong as fuck now. Are you? Yeah. What kind of question is that? <laughs> Me too, lifting my 10-pound weights. That's because you sandbag. <laughs> but I was also going to say, before we went on that stupid little side rift, um, the... Even if you have something you want to do so bad, you'll figure out how to at least do it so you can do it. Like, you may not be able to build it into this huge thing. It may not generate millions and millions and millions of dollars. You may not have employees. But you will find a way to sustain, like, the lifestyle that you need while pursuing your passion. And most people, like, won't do that either. Like, there's so many other stories I listen to where they're like, I had this business. I really believed in it. I worked that business 10, 12 hours a day. And then I got a side job so I could pay to fund that business. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one, no one's going to do that nowadays. Not no one. But it's super rare that people would just do that. Yeah. Because that's basically two full-time jobs. Right. Or it's, more. It's like, literally, I'm, I'm working to pay other people. Yeah. Like, I'm taking my check yeah. that I get from work to pay the people who are working on my other job. On your other job. Yeah, exactly. And no, people just won't. I think that, like, goes back to, yeah, like, security. I think people are afraid to, like, not have that security. Well, with great risk comes great reward. Great reward. <laughs> we just talked about so... I feel like we talked about so much that I forgot about the other things I that we were talking about. So, that... Originally, that rant started because so many people reach out to us who basically are like, send me stuff so I can create a page and, like, or create whatever... Or people just want handouts all the time. And I'm like, well, create a big page and maybe I'll hand something out to you. Like, create something first. We talked about this yesterday, too. People who are like, I have this great idea, but haven't put in any work. I want you to help me. Yeah. I'm like, put in work first and I will help you. And Super side note, ooh. if you followed us, if you followed our page, I literally, Holly run small seed Instagram. We repost everything, not everything, but mostly everything anyone ever tags us I, in. Yeah, everything. If it's small seed related. So if you're looking for exposure, if you're if you're asking us to give you exposure, we expose everyone who supports us. So for you to do that means like you don't even follow my page. Yeah. Like you don't even know anything about our Well brand. that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I will repost you and I'll support you as much as you support me. Like I will continue to repost you. I will can like and then, you know, if you become, if you're one of our main customers, like you're someone that we talk to pretty often, because I feel like the people who do support us and support us a lot, like we have a personal relationship with, like to the point where like, you know, you know them by their name, you know, they like they have kids and you know what their career is and you can like have a genuine conversation with them because I know you that well. Like if you were someone who like was expecting something back from us, 
like, okay, if you were asking me for product, but before you were going to ask me for product, like, you just bought my product and supported me and talked about me and I knew you on a personal level, that would be very different because I already know you support me and I know the person you are versus being like, send me product. I clearly know nothing about your company. All I did was look at your website and I think like, oh, this is great. This is what I typed in. What's hot right now? Vegan. Ooh, let me <laughs> type in vegan products. Small seed bar pops up. Let me reach out to this company. They'll probably send me a bar. It's just one bar. Who cares? And I'm like, that's not how it works. That's not how... I mean, maybe that works for some people. I don't yeah. know anyone that works for. <laughs> Zero. Maybe it does work for some companies because they just don't care because they'll just send product to anyone. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't think we'll ever be that company. I'll never be that company. However, mm. also, because we are a quote-unquote protein bar, even though I really like... I don't see us as like a fitness company per se, like actually not at all, even though I want us to be because I'm super into fitness, obviously. <laughs> um, what are you doing? <laughs> I have something in my head that I'm definitely going to forget. I want to Do you want to say it? Just jump in right now. Go. <laughs> I was going to say like, the other thing is, cause I feel like you like quickly touched on this, but it's like, when people will ask you, like, hey, you guys are doing this. How do I do this? How do I do that? Yeah. And, like, for example, this podcast, for example. Like, I know a couple other people who have started podcasts who, you know, whatever. And, like, at first I was like, oh, I can't start it. I need to, like, pick their brains. I need to know, like, what they're doing. How did they get this started? What kind of equipment do they use? Like, what are the websites they use? Blah, blah, blah. But guess what? You can't wait around for someone to give you those answers. And, of course, it's nice if you have someone who can just tell you, hey, this is what I use, this is where I went, whatever. But I just looked it up. That's what fucking Google is, guys. Google it. Like, literally, Google it. Google will give you any answer you need. Like, if you have any question in the world, Google it. You're trying to figure out how to do anything, Google it. Read some blogs, watch some videos. Eventually, you will figure it out. Because, and putting in that work makes it like makes the reward or makes like the end that much better because you know not only have you gone through every step to eventually like create that but you also know all the work that was put into creating it and it's like anything you want to do or you think you want to do like you want to I don't know make your own clothes right you want to make your own clothes okay great go look up see how to make your own clothes and yeah I'm sure the first few ones are not gonna be that great like but eventually they're going to be, they're going to get better and better and better. And you're going to learn techniques and you're going to like watch more videos and you're going to get your hands on the equipment and you're going to figure it out. And then it's going to be easy. Like whatever it is, it's going to be easy. And it's, you're going to like forget the fact that you had to struggle a little bit to get to that place. But I just feel like too, too many people are like, like, this is what I want to do, but like, I don't know like how to do it. I don't know like where to start. I don't know like any information on this topic. So like, I can't do it. Or like, let me pick your brain. Cause like, like, okay, I, I don't know. No one's ever done this before me, but like, I also want to create like a bar and I'm like, okay, cool. This has happened this to ha me. No, this has happened to us with not a bar me company, too. but the, the cookie people. Yes. But someone actually did approach me last year that was like, I've been thinking about making protein bars too. And literally tried to like make me tell them everything. Like they kept harassing me. And then let me tell you when I didn't help them, they got so infuriated with me and blamed me for the failure of their project. <laughs> it's like I'm like, 
And literally after they got so enraged, I was I wrote back super nice and I was like, clearly you do not need me because like you are so you have like I was like I was super nice about it, but I was like you are obviously like so passion filled that you could have done this all on your own. Yeah. Like if you have enough passion to spit hate at me, you have the same amount of passion that you put in the work. (laughs) Turn yeah, turn that passion to something else exactly. Because anger is but yeah, just passion. The, but the cookie was, company, too. They're like, where do you get your products? I'm like, they didn't even know you could buy shit on Amazon. Like, <laughs> They're like, I've been buying this at Sprouts for, for $5 a bag. I'm like, bro, I buy five pounds for $5. Like, But, like, do your fucking research. Like, of course there's steps that you're going to go through. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I had no idea I could get this here. I had no idea I could get this product cheaper here. Or We like, still do that. I know, the, we do. Uh, two two like, plus years in right now. We finally like, just got our boxes cheaper. <laughs> right. Yeah. But also, yeah, that's like, that's like the art of negotiation, which typically you learn way later in business. But like, yeah, things, more avenues open up to you the longer you're in that field. And I feel like being able to be resourceful though, and like use yourself as, as a stepping stone. Like you are literally capable of anything, anything you want to do, you are 100% capable of if you put the energy into it. But you have to put the energy into yourself. Like, if you think that you need someone to help you get to that, like, if you think that you need someone to reach your goal, it's not your goal. Like, or you're just an employee. Yeah. Like that's and that's okay. Like every company needs people inside of it to help them, like to help achieve the same mission. And that's okay. Like if you're not a person who feels like they can do that stuff, that's perfectly fine. We all need those people in this world. Like, everyone has a part in place. And you're right. And someone who would quote-unquote be an employee is someone who doesn't want the added responsibility of having to figure it out. They're like, okay, I just want to step into something that I already believe in that, like, is already set up for me, and then I'll roll with it. Like, I can make it better, or I can, like, work this job really hard, whatever it is. But, like, I'm talking about someone who wants to create something, and they're waiting around for someone else to fucking help them or tell them what to do. I'm going to put wants in quotations, because if you really want to do something, you fucking do it. Like, I tell people this all the time. People are like, I want to do this. Then do it. And if they don't do it, you just didn't want to do it. And you're lying. Not only are you lying to other people, but you just lie to yourself. Like, you're literally just lying to yourself. Which is the worst thing. Yeah, never lie to yourself. You make yourself, like, you, when you don't. When you don't um, complete promises that you made yourself, like whether you consciously realize it or not, you are like breaking yourself down slowly and slowly. And you're basically telling yourself you're a piece of shit. Like you tell yourself you're going to get this checklist done. Like you make a list and you're like, you tell yourself at the beginning of the day, I'm going to get this entire list done before I go to bed. But then, oh, 12 o'clock rolls around and you're like, you know what? I'm tired. But you still have two more things on your list. But you tell yourself, it's okay. It's 12 o'clock. Like, I'm going to go to bed. It's so late. Like, I need to get I need to get rest. Well, you're basically not... You have not completed that promise with yourself. And slowly, that's going to creep into your conscious. And you're going to be doing... Like, it may be something like clean the house at first. But then it's going to become, like, bigger and bigger and bigger things. That's also why I personally think people are very fearful. Or, like, aren't willing to risk it. Because they don't trust themselves. Because they constantly do that. Like, they constantly just let themselves down. And they don't think things are going to work. Because it ultimately comes from, like, not right. believing in well, yourself. I talk about this all the time, too. Momentum is real. Like, whatever you do, good or bad, like, left or right, momentum is real. So if you're constantly not completing things, it's your habit, and then it gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. 
You can break that habit. It takes immense force, and it's really freaking hard to turn it around. But the reverse works, too. Like, you accomplish one thing, and you accomplish it for five weeks. Then you start accomplishing two things. You accomplish it for 12 weeks. Then you accomplish three things, four things. Then you get to 10, and now 10's a habit. And now you're accomplishing things. Every week, you're just going 20, 30, 40, 50. And the next thing you know, you're getting shit done. That's the thing about momentum, though, is, like, it can easily be broken in one Both day. Both ways, yeah. Like, and this is why you have to Getting live. back on the train going the right way is harder than, than like going getting, yeah. Because it's easy to do less. Like, being lazy is easy. You yeah. hate yourself and you're miserable, <laughs> but the act of doing it is easy. Yeah. The, like, and being lazy or, like, not completing things. This, this because, is, what? I was going to say, I said, this is why you have to live intentionally. Like, back to the point of this, this episode is to live with intention. Right? That was the, that was it. <laughs> I know we totally got is it intention. Intent. Well, we're talking more about like motives, but like to be in, like every act you do should have a purpose. Every single thing. Like you should not do one thing for no reason. The people who are like, I'm just gonna chill. Why? Like if you really completed everything and you like need to shut off your mind because you did everything, that's cool. But if it's the middle of the day, you still got shit done. You're like, I'm just gonna do nothing for ten minutes. And that, that 10 minutes turns into an hour. That turns into three hours. And the next thing you know, your list is over with. It's in the trash and you're doing nothing. And then you're going to bed. But like everything you do, like how you interact with a cashier at the store, like how you wash your dishes, what you post on social media, like everything you do needs to be done with a thoughtful 100%. intent. 100%. It's like, yeah, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So what you right. do behind closed doors is what you do. Right. Create the like habit of it. excellence. And I'm, and even me, like, I'm like, I'm huge, like, obsessive and crazy. But when I, when I crash, I crash hard. And I, I lose everything. Like, but all it takes is, like, one stack of papers one time. And the next thing you know, I'm not filing anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I work the other way, too. If I'm always filing stuff, I will always file. That's just an example because there is a stack of paper on my desk right now. <laughs> and it's and driving me crazy. It's a box of paper. We cleaned out something and it's in our office and it's like <laughs> getting at me. I need to put it away, but I'm too busy making all you pumpkin chai. All you basic. All you basic one <laughs> of So as soon as this launch is over, I'm going to put all that away. And then Holly wanted to do this podcast, which is also taking more of my time. But all of you love it because we're already getting ranked really high and it's only been three days. It'll be, it'll be a weekend when you guys hear this, but it's three days right now, and it's cool. This also will lead me to the other part of this podcast as we're getting closer to the end that I wanted to talk about, is like fully, when you accomplish things, when things like come together, like connecting the dots, it's when your intentions are pure, you're being genuine, your motives are right, and you 100% believe them and embody them, shit fucking happens for you. Like, if you're real, it happens. Like this podcast, this is really great. Holly has been wanting to do this to help people. Literally. We don't want it for fame. I don't want it for marketing. I don't want any other BS from it. Like Holly was like, we need to get our voice out there to help other people change their entire lives. Like that's really all she wants. And then we're getting so many people that DM us. Like I didn't even know these people followed me. I didn't even know, like, <laughs> I didn't know they supported us at all. And we got ranked in 48 hours. got put on like 40... We're 48 on the entrepreneur, entrepreneur, which must be billions of them for all these fake entrepreneurs, but we're number 48 in two days on iTunes. Like that is mind blowing. Also, 
every, when we launched it, we we're like, oh, it's going to take 10 to 14 days to even be approved oh, because yeah. that's what it takes. 10 hours. 10 hours, our podcast was approved. Ooh, this is like, we're coming to the end, but I feel like this is something minutes. else I want to talk about real quick. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like that, for example. Like, it's like something that we've, like, there's opportunity, like how you were saying at the very beginning, there's opportunities everywhere. It's just who, like, are you willing to take it? It's not mm. luck. It's opportunities everywhere. And, and whether you choose, and execution. whether you choose to see these things in your life as opportunities or not. But I also feel like everything does happen at the exact time that it's meant to happen at. Like, for example, if there's been something that you've, that, like, you've been feeling like, I need to do, I need to do, I need to do. For example, this podcast. I've been telling us, like, let's start a podcast, let's start a podcast, let's start a podcast. But we haven't done it, haven't done it, haven't done it. Then, it's like, finally, we are aligning with what the universe has been trying to, like, set us up with. So, it's like a key going into a lock. And it's like, I've been waiting for you to start this. Or, like, I've been waiting for you to, to accept that this is, like, your fate. And now, like, it unlocks the door. Which means when it unlocks the door everything that could have like ha- like that w- has been waiting for you is there right. so for example like it got accepted in 10 hours got on 48 like these are all the things that like it's been like i i feel like the universe has been like okay i was just waiting for you to like take that step and now you took that step and now like here i'm presenting you with all of the things that has been waiting for you that's true i i agree with that like when you when you do what you're compelled to do for the right reasons, the floodgate opens. Just like this podcast. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. Like, there's a difference between, oh, I think I should do this because... It's trendy. My, yeah. Because it's trendy, because I think all I really want successful. is money, because, yeah. Right. Like, Wrong oh, reasons, guys. Oh, one perfect example is, like, modeling, for example, because you Ugh. do modeling. This the is number, a great story. What? How do you even know what story I'm going to tell? The number of people who I personally know in my life, after seeing me model, could be like, have been literally trying to be like, I'm going to model, I'm going to model, I'm going to model, I can do it. And I'm like, bro, I didn't even want to fucking model. Like, it's not actually something I wanted. I trained for 13 years of my life, and I always looked good and never regressed. And that is how I became a model. Yeah, I feel like Instagram, well, I feel like especially with like this culture of Instagram is making fucking all these Instagram quote-unquote Instagram models. If you're all paying a photographer to take your photo and calling yourself a model, you're not a model. Exactly. It's the other way around. Photographers pay you. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> and that is, like, seriously what it is. I'm like, if you're, if you're, like, a fucking, yeah, like, if you're paying someone to take your picture, you're not a model. Right. If you're, you go, like, people being, like... You're not something know, until like, you get paid for it one paid but then credited like credited as in like validation yeah 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 like it's not just like you doing it right i didn't sell one of thing one you, time huh? i didn't sell one thing one time yeah you know well i was also gonna say like and it's like for example modeling if you really do want to be a model that's great but you don't call yourself a model you don't like Become Sit. a model first. Yeah, that's what I was going like, to say. Like, put in the work. Yeah, like, go, well, go the extra mile. Like, go, you can go up to, like, whatever, calling, I don't know, what do they, yeah. I don't know, whatever they call model Ca- stuff. Cast, Castings. Casting. And all of this stuff. Or, like, sign up with an agency or whatever it is. But I feel like oftentimes too many people are like, oh, I look good. But I you can don't. be a model. You don't look good. <laughs> well, like, 
people tell me I look good. Yeah. So I'm like, why can't I be a model? Models fucking easy. All I do is smile, stand in front of fucking a camera. Fucking models are so hard. You have no idea. Because it's like, it's not just standing there and looking good. Like, I mean, I don't really, really consider myself a model per se. Because I'm, I'm not. I was never like a model. It's not something I wanted. But like, modeling is hard because you, you have to convey an emotion through a fucking picture. <laughs> like, you have no idea. Like, the amount of... I am so exhausted just after I shoot for a day. Exhausted. Like, I just want to sleep for three days. It's ridiculous. Like, people are just like, you stand for the camera. I'm like, no. Like, I'm like... Changing my whole biology inside of myself so you can see it through a lens. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Like, I never knew it was that hard. Oh, I think people think it's just, like, so simple. Like, yeah. like they think business is so simple, too. I have a great plan. Let me, let me just open something. Yeah, because there are so many people. Guess what, guys? Every single person who in the entire universe has had a good idea. Like, we're living in the universe. We have good <laughs> ideas every day because there is always ways to improve things but there's a difference between being like i have a really good idea and i'm going to like go the extra step if you wanted to create into a business for example i'm going to go the extra step to see what it would take to be a business what do i need to do how can i get this started whatever versus being like i had a great idea oh i thought of like curing coffee like fucking curing cup literally someone told me this one time i thought of curing way before they were curing Guess what? It wasn't just you bitches. Fucking probably mad people who thought so about it. So many people. Of course people thought about a single cup of coffee. Like, yeah. of course people thought about that. The difference is but, execution. Yeah, exactly. And then, Whoever started curing, they were the ones who were like, I'm going to go look into this machine, figure out how this machine can work, create a single cup of coffee, and guess what? We're like... But I was also going to say, that was probably 100 people. I bet you 100 people around that same exact time created a machine like Keurig but the only one who made it was Keurig because they not only created the product, they created a brand. And that's the big deal. Like, like, there's tons of stories all the time that literally people create the exact same thing, but, like, all the others flop. Yeah. Because they don't know how to, like, they don't know how to tell the story behind it. They don't add meaning to it. And I bet you that one person who created Keurig was really fucking loved coffee. <laughs> like, really, really loved it so much. And it wasn't just an idea to make money. He was like... Imagine having any flavor at any time that you'd ever want, and you only have to make one cup. And then everyone in your household can have any flavor they ever want at like the push of a button. Like that would sell me. I would. I don't even (laughs) drink coffee, and I'm like, my wife and I can drink coffee of different flavors, and we don't even drink coffee. Let's do it. I'm so thoughtful about my wife. Not even (laughs) thinking about coffee, like because you're like you're you're like selling something completely else. It's never the product. Yeah. You're selling, you are, you're selling the brand. The things that I use, the way that I dress, the like brands that I wear, the brands that I represent is telling a story about who I am. I feel like that's been like the last decade. I feel like, well, let me rephrase. I feel like for the correct reasons, that's been the last decade. I think now people are buying brands for what the brand represents. Yeah. Because what the brand, because the brand story is so well known. Tom's yeah. a great example. If I see you wearing Tom's, I'm like, wow, you care about giving back because every pair you buy, you give to somebody else. That's really cool. Like that makes me feel like you support other people and I like you for that. Yeah. It's like part of like a club. You're like, okay, you're a caring person. You don't, because you wouldn't just buy Tom's if you just wanted any pair of shoes. Right. I wouldn't buy Tom's and I don't. <laughs> but I do. But Holly cares does. way more about people than I do. Not that I don't care about people, but Holly cares way more. <laughs> and I do. I feel like the things that you wear and the like, the brands that you wear 
tell a story. I mean, yeah, I agree and, with you. And so, therefore, if a Brit, like, but of that's course, a bunch with, of... With, with, so many people don't do that. Like, people just buy things to buy things. Oh, yeah, because, because they want to be flashy. Right. And they know nothing about the background of that company. What yeah. if those were, like, blood diamonds on your Rolex, and you're, like, out here thinking you're so, like, They're flashy like, good thing it's not cool. my blood. That's yeah. what they're thinking. <laughs> like, Terrible. But meanwhile, everyone who's, like, looking at you wearing that is, like, you're such a, like, shit person. Like, the I mind, know. The mindful people, which are who are, like, who the society is turning into right now. Yeah. Which is we're cool. We're at a, we're definitely at a turning point yeah. in society of people starting to, like, give a shit. Which is sweet. And it's like such a great time the world, to be the world part needs of. Change. Yeah. But before this ends, we're getting, we're like, really, this might be a slightly longer than our last one. And like, we don't, like, we didn't create rules. We're not like, we're always going to be 47 minutes. You know, <laughs> we might be 48 minutes. I'm just kidding. We might be an hour and eight minutes. But we're going to, we're going to keep it around an hour, give or take, depending on how we feel. Cause that's, that's also how we live life. Like, if we're feeling it, we just go. Like, we'll literally Well, we'll just, never be, boom. we'll never be, like, a deep dive. No, I don't mean, two, I don't mean, three, like, I meant four like, hours. no, freaking way. No, I wouldn't even last that long. I pee all the time. I know, I gotta pee right now. Not, wait, just hold it. <laughs> um, we're almost done. <laughs> okay. But, I was saying that's how we run things. Like, when we're, we're, like, we are, we are smart enough to know, like, when we are passionate and we have energy, you need to use it and use it all. Like, because there's going to be moments you don't have it, and it's really hard to generate. Mm-hmm. But you still have to do it. So when you are passionate and it's easy, like, run. Like, if you, if you have energy to stay up 20 hours because you actually are excited, do it. Exactly. Like, don't go to sleep. Exactly. Just just yeah. keep going. Like, pause this. Run on that. Record another one. And then, like, if you're still doing it, pause it. Record <laughs> another one. Like, just go, go, go. And then you don't have to do it for the next couple weeks. When Or, like, if you hit a down spell, you don't have to worry. Like, oh, I got to report a podcast. Record a podcast. This sucks. And I'm like, we're all going to go through that. Have backup when you're on fire. But how I wanted to – what the last thing I want to talk about when I end this is, like, living with intentions and motives and pure – and, like, being pure and real is back to – um. Back to, like, creating relationships with brands and businesses and people, especially. Well, first, I wanted to actually say, the amount of people who write to me and they're like, if you're ever looking for an athlete, let me know. You don't even buy my bars, bro. Like, (laughs) you do not, I'll never sponsor you if you don't use my product. Ever. Like, you better be using my product for a year before you think I'm going to pay you (laughs) anything. Anything. You want me to, like, comp a feed for a competition? Do you use my bars? And guess what? On my website, I can see everything you all buy. <laughs> I can look back. It's all tracked. <laughs> so you can't lie. Um, however, like, create relationships that really matter. I don't ever – I don't support people because I ever want anything. I support them truly to support them. And because I support them, eventually they support me back, which is, like – which is really nice. And not just support. Like, I mean, this doesn't just have to be financial. However, if I really love something, I always buy it and I overbuy it. I also overshare it. Like, I'll let everybody know. I have no problem. I'll wear it all the time. I'll use it all the time. I'll plug it all the time because I really love what they're doing. And if I don't plug your shit, I don't like it. <laughs> you're like the brand. You're like a brand's best dream. I am. Absolutely. And that's why Small Seed... That's like, I'm so great for small seed. I literally have the small seed S tattooed me three times. I used to wear three our clothes. Times. Yeah, I have Oh S, yeah, yeah. I have it on both my thumbs and then I have the logo on my wrist. Um 
But I'm just, I'm very like obsessive about things. Why are you doing that? <laughs> but I was just, I was, I was also going to say, um, for people who want, like, people who approach us to have things reciprocated, because it's not genuine, we don't do it. However, I am living proof that the opposite of that is true. And that's what I believe. I believe everything should be mutually beneficial. However, if, if I really love something and I really, really love it and I don't get anything back like that, I'll still fucking use oh, it because yeah. I love it. It's like, yeah, you believe in it anyways. Like, you're just like, I love either like that person, that company, whatever it is. Right. Okay. This is getting. No, okay. we're almost done. All right. All right. All right. Here, all right. Holly's cut me off. She doesn't like my <laughs> talk. But, but I think that's just really important. Like, it's really important to just like do the right thing. Like, if you do the right thing and you care and you have the right reasons, good shit is going to come back. Exactly. It may not come back in that moment. It may take you eight months to make any traction and get invited to it go It may take anywhere. you a year. Like, it may take you five years. But guess what? Eventually, from you I think this coming day from a pure... Five years anymore. I'm just saying. Like, from you coming from a pure place, from you coming from a... Re- like, really, like, just, like, your heart is only trying to be, like, the purest, like, realist. Like, there's no other motive to you doing that besides just, like, you being genuine, it's going to come back to you. Because people, re- like, sorry, but real fucking recognizes real, and I'm not trying to be, like, cliche, Ooh, but Alice real G. recognizes you real. You want my gangster tattoo? <laughs> we'll put it on your back. Like, I, like, in a, in a, and in an age where there are so many people trying to be something that they are not, trying to embody something that they are not, trying to preach something that they do not believe in, it's like, those people who actually are that, do believe that, embody that, whatever, they see you being fake. You are being fake. You're being a robot. You're copying what people are saying. You're regurgitating what you hear. You're not like, of course, if you're inspired by something you heard and you make it into your own, like, I heard this and therefore I can also apply this in my life and this is how it was in my life. But if you, if you're just listening to Tony Robbins and you hear him say XYZ, And then, yeah, and then you just say X, Y, Z. And, like, you're like, look, I'm so motivational. I should be a motivational speaker. No, bitch. Like, you're not a motivational speaker. That has nothing to do with you. That's like fitness people. I work out. I should be a coach. No, you just work out. Yeah, it's like. However, before we keep going on this, because we'll just, this is like a whole other (laughs) thing. The opposite of that is so true. Because 97% of our population in society is what Holly just described, the 3% who are absolutely real stand out by not even trying to stand out exactly. like you just stand out because you're authentic and the other authentic people will be drawn and attracted to you and those other authentic people are the ones doing the real shit already and then that will eventually like stay true to yourself and that they'll like you'll be led together exactly that's why there's like the five percent of people which is why i got friends in big places okay we're cutting this off guys <laughs> Also, this is running a little long. Sorry. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who listened this long. Holly and I go on rant sometimes. This is really good. I think we should talk. I think this should also lead into a manifestation podcast coming up soon. Okay. Coming up soon, guys. See you. Thanks so much for listening. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. And also, guys. Rate and review our shit. Yeah. 100%. Rate and review. Rate Keep and us review. going. Top 10. Keep, oh, Top 10. Share, share. Yeah. Also, share. Tag me because I repost it like I've done everyone this week. Me too. Me too. But rate and review because I want to take that number one spot. So look out whoever's the number one and I know who you are and I know your wife. What? It's Andy. (laughs) All right.